But this is a dirty game, bro. And what I've always said is all is fair in love, war, and challenges. 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 Guess what? What? Guess what? My friend asked me to be her maid of honor this year. You go, girl. Don't get Let's too drunk now. Let's get it. Get Don't listen to him. Get too drunk. And, <laughs> and be the incident that everybody talks about for years to come. See? You know what? I, In all honesty, when I get, like, drunk drunk, it's, it's, there's this craziness that always ensues when I get drunk. I can't I, do I, that no more. I literally, weird shit happens to me every, si- every single time I get wasted. It's, yeah, I can see you doing that. And it's just like, it finds me. It's like, Becky's wasted. Let's fuck up everything and make her act all kinds of crazy. But hey, it's usually a fun time. So, I don't get drunk very often. I'm not really a, a big I don't, drinker. I don't drink that much either. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, I don't drink that much. You're just chucking that Bacardi. Well, that's not even, that's not even hard. It's, not, that's it's barely- 80 proof, the same as everything else. But, um... Uh, I've seriously slowed down ever since uh, ever since New Year's, where I was That's good. That's being good. insufferable. And yeah, I know my facial hair is looking crazy. I didn't have time to shave. Plus, I'm lazy. So it is what it is. It's okay. Anyway, apparently, I look good today. Yes, you do look good. Not that I look good any other time, but no, today not I the look other good. times. But um, let me ask you guys a question now. First off, I want to just, you know, preface this by saying um, a woman's worth isn't tied into their beauty or my opinion of them. <laughs> well, duh. That, that's one. Two, does Olivia have a big head? No. Mm, Why do you say that? I don't know. It looks like her cap size is eight and a half. I don't know. I was just watching the channel today. I was like, yo, Olivia's head looked mad big. Olivia's head is big and Mariah's mouth is big. She has a wonderful smile. Though. Oh, oh, okay. So, okay. So you're actually talking about like, I thought like ego wise. No, like, no, what no. What do you mean? Like size wise, mass wise. I'm pretty sure oh. like the moon isn't revolving around earth. It's revolving around Olivia's head. Oh, you're head. saying she got a big head basically. Like, like yes, like yes. Like actual a physical size, yes. trait. Okay. Yeah, she oh. would need a bigger oh. head. She might, because I mean, all the hair is actually covering up her, you well, know, her. It, it really depends, because the proportion of your body can make you feel, look like you have a bigger or a smaller head. See, so. this is why I do Love War Challenges podcast. We ask the hard hitting questions that everybody else is afraid to ask. Also, also, look at this. Look at this shit. I got some new coasters. They're bright and shiny. Fancy. And di- right? Right, because I love silver. Silver is my shit. This fucking thing. I'm going to put up the link on um on uh, my Twitter. You guys can see where I got these from. But wonderful coasters to have. He's silly, man. <laughs> what? Yo, man, I got coasters. What? I got houseplants. I, mm. I got weights. You know what I'm saying? I, I buy weights. <laughs> I got said, cats. See, I don't get it. He says shit like that, but like you know I can bench more than you. Uh, you maybe can bench more than me, no, but I'm can't. getting up there, partner. I'm well, getting uh, up there. What's your? I'm almost at. I'm almost at three fifteen. So I'm getting there. So I know okay. you probably passed that, but yes, yes, I am. Hey. But hey, keep going for it though. Three fifteen. That's working. three plates. That's pretty that's big. All, that's How much all you I'm doing. I'm almost. Well, I'm two something. Two or one. Shit, two twenty five is is a good goal to have. And you're working on three plates. Good for you, man. Keep it going. Two twenty five. I can lift the bar. Easy. 
225 <laughs> is easy for some people. Some yeah, people spend easy. their life trying to get to 225. But you know I mean? you know how long? Do you know how hard it took me to get more than maybe one or two up? I can go past two now. So yeah, I'm I can do a pull up. Because that shit was not easy to get to where I'm at right now. No, I, f- I, I feel you. Um, you know, same thing with me. I thought I was kind of comfortable for a while. And then, you know, you start seeing some real growth. So I'm in the gym all the time. And I'm about to get a kettlebell. I'm about to start doing kettlebell swings. I've thought about getting that. I'm just like, I'm I'm so addicted to buying weights. I got so much stuff, man. If I show you all my stuff, you'd be like, you got a freaking gym in your apartment. Literally. Let's go ahead and bring it in. <clears throat> What's really good, posters? Welcome to another episode of Love, War, Challenges. I am MTV Malik. He is Robert Stewart Jr. She is Becky at Gift Master Bex. What's really good, gang, 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 gang? What's shaking? One hell of an episode today. Today is episode 14 of the challenge, season 38, Ride or Dies. And this was, I mean, People talk about how they've been bored all season. They don't like the people, this, that, and the other. I got to say, during the second half of the season, man, the challenge is fucking delivering. I'm watching the episode, and I get to the um, I get to the elimination part. And I'm like, why is the elimination taking place 40 minutes into the episode? This isn't an hour-long episode. What the fuck is going on? I was in for a couple of surprises, uh, a lot of stuff that I did like about this episode. Let's go ahead and jump right into it. Um, and you know, it's funny too, because this episode was really long, but the A block was really short. So in the A block, we have, um, everybody was happy that Nani came back into the house and a really, really close one with Mariah. Uh, it just shows how people in the house feel about her and her status in the house. She's actually well-respected in the house. Which is good now because all the people who was competing her early, we've seen how they felt about Nani. Uh, what's your guys' take on Nani's status in the challenge house? She kind of like the elder stateswoman? No. No. No, I don't think so. I think that, I mean, in all honesty, I think she's just kind of flying under the radar. Because let's be honest, Jordan and Tori are carrying this entire season uh, with drama on their back. <laughs> just just it's Tori and Jordan uh, who are carrying this whole motherfucking story. It's not really line. a good thing at this time. I mean, it's it's getting ugly, but you know, at the end of the day, it's the only thing kind of happening that that's really worth talking too much about. But um, Nani, in all essence, I think she's just she's kind of settled down. I wouldn't say she's like an older stateswoman because I really don't see her out trying. Like it's not like CT. I see CT right. out there trying to help the newbies and you know try to be like that kind of comfort blanket to kind of be out there. Whereas she's kind of like, let's just be honest, Nani's in it for herself and Casey. That those are the only two people she really sees. You just said that, and something came to my mind. Well, something came to my mind. What came to your mind? Happy Nani is boring Nani, and that's true. When Nani is in a fucking healthy happy relationship where a partner respects her and they're building towards a beautiful future and she is content we don't have any you know no crazy drunk 90 shit fucking spilling her noodles talking shit clapping her hands fighting with anisa with noodles. none of that <laughs> man you know what shout out to her rob what's your take um, yeah, she is flying on the radar, but I think, uh, Nani, in my opinion, uh, it's a wild card still for me. Um, 
I know she still got something left in the tank. But my question now is, it can she win one? Um, we've been asking that question maybe for a long time. We'll see and find out soon enough if she has what it takes to get to the number one top spot. I mean, if she can't win with bananas, can she win? Like, is it even a possibility when she has literally the one partner that should be able to get her over that finish line? She's got to win on the team. She's going to need a team challenge if she's going to get a win. But I do believe she has the ability to beat every single uh, female left. Not in everything, but in the right situation, I think she can come out on top in several different situations. everybody in the right situation can get on top, you know, and win this. Not necessarily. No, no, no. What's the situation that Kenny beats a Jordan? Like zero to one. Uh, I can't name a situation uh, where he might come out on top. I was thinking, I was like, can Kenny win? I mean, I mean, he might there, beat anybody. You, you know what? I take that back. I take that back because in the clips, in the clip for the next episode, I see not so fast, and there is nothing that is a wild card like not so fast. And which and our reality, I said this. I said this episodes ago. I said Anissa would be the downfall of Jordan. Yeah. I, I agree. And then not so fast. Yeah. But we also seen not Anissa. Not so fast is about endurance. And Anissa doesn't have it. And speed. We've always seen Anissa get close to the final and then she gets snipped right at the last minute. So we may see the same uh, scenario here. These are big facts. Okay, moving on. Horacio gets flowers for Olivia, which I thought was very, very sweet. That he is such a fucking sweetheart. And I am, I mean, the flowers didn't really tick me off, but I always thought that at one point Horacio was in love with Olivia. I want to meet this guy because I get the vibe that he's just such a sweetie. But I feel like when you meet people outside of this, that it, like everybody says, they kind of play a role. Is he who he portrays himself to be on TV? I think he is. I've I've already accepted the fact that everybody on reality TV to some point is, you know, a little off. You, you have to be to be on reality TV. But he seems like just a sweetheart. He's the kind of guy you want, you will hope would marry your sister, you know? And well, Horacio's biggest issue is his temper. And the fact that he gets his so competitiveness no, no, kind of no, kills no. him. No, I don't, I don't buy that shit. I heard Olivia say several times, like, oh, when Horacio is under pre pressure, he turns a crap. I only seen him really blow up like once. Uh, you know, he kind of holds himself to a high standard, but I wouldn't. That's not how I would characterize him. But of course, she knows him better than me. So give her the benefit of the doubt. I, I just think he's an over competitive guy that I think gets in his head. I'm very similar to, you know, the way uh, in a much less explosive way. Like, uh, no, CT. I was actually going to say because CT was one of those guys who was super, uber competitive. And if you weren't pulling your weight, in his opinion, he freaked the f out on you. And that's kind of just what his character was that I saw throughout the, his beginning seasons. Um, need to trim the fat, as as if anybody remembers that oh, yeah. catchphrase. But um, let's just let's. And he does have Jordan tendencies also, but Jordan's a little bit more subdued. He's a little bit more of a manipulator and kind of an emotional abuser <laughs> when it comes to that stuff where I, I see uh, CT being a little bit more physical and kind of in physically intimidating versus emotionally intimidating, which is Jordan. I just want to see if he can make it to the final and how far he's going to get on this first one, because I know um, I'm interested to see 
because this, this these finals are no joke. Uh, so it's going to be fun to see his reaction to the final. Yeah, may they be the like- only rookie pair that makes it. I'm hoping and praying that still they win this shit. Oh, I really want them to win this stuff. So, moving on to the daily, we get and is this our first night daily for this season? Because I think it yes. is. Yes. Definitely going to be a hype swan. This one's going to be played out in pairs. It's called Takes Two to Tangle. And I really like this one. It's heights. Uh, basically, you got a long, narrow beam with some obstacles, and the pair has to navigate through it. Uh, there's these little checkpoints with a small circle, and they have to rotate between going front and backwards. Really, really like this one. This is a good classic kind of uh, challenge daily. I, ha- I was watching it with my friend, and he says something very funny to me. He says, why don't they show the times? I was like, sir, that is a very valid <laughs> fucking question. And a lot of people in the challenge universe has, uh, have, have asked the same thing. Because and they I, don't want to know. They don't want people figuring out who won. Remember that what you said, we're going to bring that up later. Um, even though this was, this was a very good daily to watch because also you didn't need a whole lot of narration. You didn't need a whole lot of people commenting on it. You can kind of just let this one play out. And they did. I, I, I did think it was a little bit too sped up, uh, too many cuts in between. I would have watched a little bit more, um, watching it play through, uh, longer cuts would have been nice. I don't have a lot of complaints about this daily. Uh, what about you guys? What are some of the things you loved? Some of the things you hated, some of your likes, dislikes, or any commentary that you have on today's daily takes two to tango. Chauncey, um, I was a little disappointed. Yeah, I mean, I understand the fear about the heist thing um, because it took me. Why? I had, Why's I had to learn. A, no, no, no. Why is it always the black people with the heights, man? Get your shit because, together, because man. You, I know. I'll put it like this. I, 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 I know. Why. I had, I had, <laughs> I had to go. I had to get over my heights real quick because I was climbing up the um, poles and stuff to do cable. Okay, so I had to quickly get over that. I fell off too high. Uh, what did you call the two electrical poles or whatever pole it was, TV poles, and almost nearly hurt myself. So that nearly shook me. But I can understand the reason why he was afraid. But you got you're here. You're on the challenge. This is a, you got to take this as a once in a lifetime deal. Just do it. You know, just do it. Regardless if you shitting in your pants or not, just do it. I would have liked him to try because TJ for God, his life was on the line. He he could have easily gave up, and he came back to life, and he had to learn everything over again. So uh, I would have liked Chauncey to um, give that a go, and I liked how um, Fessy did his thing on there. Even though I thought he was gonna cost them, but he actually helped them. So it was a pretty cool uh, daily. Becky, um, Nani really pulled out this this episode. I think she did really well, and uh, the fact that she had to go twice and she really killed it. Horacio was a one yet again, proving over and over again why, as Olivia says, he went from being an easy scapegoat to being a potential threat. So now there's a whole new reason for him to get voted in on a constant basis. Um, but I, I really enjoyed that. Um. I understand, Chauncey. I'm I am also terrified of heights, but I also understand to anything else, 
I would have done it and just been like, we're running. We're, we're going to make this because I would freak the f out if I spent too long on this pole. We're going to go and we're going to run and we're going to make this shit happen. I would have been uh, twinkle toes just like fucking Casey. I would have been like, you carry my ass through this shit. I don't give a fuck. I'll climb on your back. Like, I don't give a fuck. I'll make this work. Uh, so I get Chauncey. I mean, but he, he looked terrible. I didn't like that it was entirely based on one team. I think if this is a team event, all numbers should have been tabulated together and it should have been an average, um, especially since they made multiple people go twice. I I didn't like the fact that, oh, because Fessy and Casey won, I was really upset. I was like, why does everybody get to go into interrogation? They didn't win. Right. Like, I don't I don't get that. That's the only thing that I didn't like. I felt like if, they, if they're going to do teams, there should be no individual shit. It should be a team shit, period. Mm -hmm. Good point. Good point. Uh, I think both of you guys made really good points when it comes down to today's daily. It was really nice to see Nani kind of like do her thing, go twice, take charge. I think Jordan was very right that she came out of this elimination with a fire up her ass and she performed like it. And I really, really love, I'd rather, I'd rather see competitive Nani than messy Nani any day of the week, even though messy Nani is fucking iconic to say the least. Uh, Horacio did great and uh, was super disappointing to see how Chauncey uh, performed. Uh, I, I like Chauncey. I think he could be really good at the challenge. We haven't seen a whole lot from him, but he's been holding his own pretty well. Um, it's nice to see him maneuver a little bit more politically, even though he's kind of fumbled when doing that. But I think he's been a good addition so far, but this is not a good look. You got to at least compete, got to at least try. I would much rather him go out there and fuck up and fall off a DQ that way than just not going. That kind of shit don't fly in the challenge house. But besides that, a very good, solid, simple daily and sometimes in the challenge, simplicity is best. But, and before I do that, you made another good point, Becky. Um, the fact that it came down to whatever one team won, I thought it was kind of BS. They should have took the whole team and calculated it up we probably would have had a much different ending. You throwing on an extra 10 minutes from Chauncey, not competing. That should have been the way that went down, but it didn't. We trust the challenge gods and they do what they do. But uh, Fessel and Casey wins the whole thing because at some point Fessel decides that he is just going to carry Casey the whole entire way. It looks like the underdog men are going in, which I already start getting giddy because I start, you know, it starts playing in my head. Oh, who's going in today? It was definitely great. We move on to the interrogation and Devin, Jordan, and Horacio is on the board. Now, in the deliberation, bananas, this, bananas, you know, bananas have been doing this for a while. You got to love the way he plays the game. The first thing he does is like, we got to make sure Devin is safe. Throws a lifeline his way. He sees how this goes. He knows his two biggest competitors are going to be up, and one of them is going to need to go. And he smartly leans towards the Jordan way. At least make sure he's in. At least make sure he's in. Uh, and, you know, Fessel wants revenge, so he's an easy Jordan vote. But Tori is kind of shaky. Before getting into the uh, interrogations, do you think Tori has the right to really be shaky on how she feels about voting in Jordan or not? Yes. Um, she does have a point that she did blow up her spot. 
um, whether or not it was warranted, which I honestly think that Jordan shouldn't have done it in such a theatrical way. Um, he could have done it in a much more low key way, the way he, than way he moved forward. Um, yet again, you can see him trying to be a little bit more of a entertaining, entertaining character because half of this shit sounds super fucking scripted, but, um, and that's, that's the problem. Like it's, it's not even cute. Like you see the way he talks in this interrogation. That's his normal speaking voice. His, in his interviews are all super scripted. Mm -hmm. You can just tell, but anyway, um, so yeah, I, I think she can feel some kind of way. Um, but at the end of the day, I don't think Jordan would vote her in. I don't believe that he would. Um, I think she just wants revenge and she wants an excuse to vote him in to get back at him for what he did. Right. In my opinion, I mean, it was um, it was interesting, but I I don't believe so. I mean, you're in the game. This is a million dollars. But I didn't see her realistically putting him in uh, through for the history behind them. I said, why would you pick a rookie over? A person that you've known for X amount of years. That but doesn't she have a blown. right to feel some kind of way though? It's too much emotions in the game. And um, when you have too much emotions in the game, you can kind of tend to take your mental state to that level. And that's dangerous play. Uh, I mean, at this point, isn't it an emotional game though? It's kind yeah, of for both of those, from personal. Jordan and Tori, I mean, that's the personal thing, but it can also cost you a million dollars. So, it's going to show later on if it do or if it don't. So uh, I'd rather not put that emotion into the game because it's too much money on on online for this. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Polly, and you're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Car Maria. This is a shout out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. You're totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's most dangerous podcast. It's easier said than done. 100%. 100%. Yes. 100%. Now, moving on to the interrogation, Devin does his job by making sure he's funny, keeps everybody <laughs> laughing and likable, because yes. he's, you know, he, he already knows where he stands. He's just like, I'm not the biggest threat here. You guys already know who you're going to target. Gotta love that. Best Horacio, line. Yeah. Horacio <laughs> comes in, you know, he, he plays it back. He's not scared of going in. He's ready to go in. Half of the people want him to go in because it keeps their faith safe. Um, the only thing that I didn't like is I didn't like Fessel trying to give him a little pep, pep talk. Like, come on, Fessel, you, you hate this motherfucker. You hate him so much. You, Fessel would give a left nut and his Chelsea boots and turtlenecks <laughs> to be half as respected as Horacio. Horacio is well-respected in the Challenge House, and this is his first season. Horacio... Here goes the funny thing is Horacio has the power, he has the looks, and he has the gamesmanship to actually go much further than the challenge. You know, so you got to keep an eye on this guy. I think he's really going to, I think he's one of the, he's the game changer that Fessel thought he was going to be. You know what I mean? And I'm really interested to see how that's going to play out. I love how not scared he is. But, uh, go on. Uh, I'll say he's a wild card. Okay, this, this this player is a wild card because he's he's still new. We don't know what's going to happen. Uh, at this point, 
I think they made a mistake by keeping him there now because he is a threat to winning. No, um, no, 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 no. They didn't make a mistake by keeping him in. They've been trying to get him out. He's been in four times. They've been working been, hard. But they if you been, wait a minute, but if you put somebody in four times and he still ain't gone, that's that's telling you something. Make friends with that motherfucker because he's coming Hell off like yeah. a fucking. He's coming off like a a West, like when West was running through, winning up all them shits. Or Jordan, you know these guys. But I wouldn't want to see him in a elimination at this point. I wouldn't want to see him in a final. I don't know. That, I'm gonna say like that's the a wild kind of guy card. You don't. But the thing is, here's the situation. He has, like, unlike Wes, whose first season had Casey, who was, let's just be honest, an ankle weight in this entire career. <laughs> like that, that's never going to happen. Casey's not going to get you the win. Um, Even though I like, but <laughs> I, listen, Casey is like what Casey? Casey was, and and it, there's no problem with that. She was a good character. But anyway, he has Horacio has Olivia, which is an extraordinarily solid. You know, never say die partner. You bring I, up a honestly, good point. Olivia needs to get credit too for being so solid. It's not like Horacio is just carrying her the whole way. She is contributing in a very effective way. That is a partnership that everybody wishes that they had. Mm. Period. Because they for for even their fallout, they still communicate extraordinarily well. They have respect for each other and they're both hard workers. Like, I just, I can't see them not being the next Jordan, um, you know, kind of. And I'm, Look at you struggling to find a strong female. Well, I, I, well, I'm trying to think of a strong female who came strong out the gate. That's like a Laurel. That's like an Evelyn who were like strong females um, from the girl. very beginning. Kara was is a strong one now, but she didn't come out the gate strong. Oh, maybe like book. an Emily Schramm. Well, um, Zach's girl, Barbie Beast. Jenna. 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 No. Jenna, Jenna yes. went to three yes. finals in her first three seasons. She uh, came but out that was more That was more based on popularity. No. I think the only no, real season she, she saw a lot of, no. I don't know. I don't, she's okay. Like, I can't see her winning against certain people. I just can't. I I'm sorry. Winning against Jenna, a lot Jenna, of Jenna's a strong care, like a strong competitor, but it, it is what it is. But anyway. I don't see you her. Don't like Jenna, I don't do see you? her. No, no, I don't mind Jenna. No, I don't care. Don't. I, honestly, I could give or take Jenna. She she doesn't really bother me if she's on a season, other than the fact that she's crying over fucking Zach half of the time. That's irritating. Congratulations, anyway. your dad owns a bakery. She's iconic. <laughs> Leave Jenna alone, man. <laughs> Bloodlines was epic, but anyway, yes. uh, I, I just you know i like an emily schramm a laurel um and even an evelyn even though she tanked her first season but that had more to do with the fact that she was stuck with danny um but that's the person i see her being Kara was one of those people that was a build up and that's kind of like almost like an amber kind of a situation where she was really hated and kind of now is slightly moving more towards being respected so that's kind of, I see the progression of like Amber and stuff like that. Her being kind of the next, that person, Kara kind of situation. Amber's a shit. All but right. Amber is a better competitor Amber's <laughs> from the beginning than Kara was. Let's be honest there. But anyway, continue. I apologize so, for my long windedness. Let's go ahead and continue to the most exciting part about this interrogation. This is Jordan. Jordan rose up. And... You know, Bananas puts, you know, some pressure on him. He's trying to make sure this vote goes the way he goes. 
I think Jordan said that under no situation is he going to say Tory's name. And I believe him. I believe him. But just like some of these women out here, that's like, I'm just saying, I just got to say, I got to get this off my chest. Tory felt the need to get something off her chest, which I was absolutely loving because I already know. I already knew how this was going to play out. I was like, she's going to need to get something off her chest. And Jordan is going to easily make himself the main vote, which is exactly what's happened. Jordan stands his ground on what he said. Um, him and Tori gets into it. Uh, and at some point, Jordan tells Tori, like, if you don't like this, you can fuck off. And fucking love that for him. What's I'll your guess? Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, I'll be honest, who won? I think Jordan won that argument. That was a good question. Like, I think Jordan won that whole thing because he laid it out in a way that was calm and logical. Whereas, as to Rob's credit, she was very emotional and she was about, you made me feel this way and you did this to me. Where he's like, listen, don't do this. This, every action has a reaction. That's just kind of the situation. Consequences, actions. It is what it is. Um, so I think Jordan won overall, and I think honestly he made her look bad. <laughs> Very I think bad. She made herself look bad. She didn't need to have the need to, you know, say something. She could have just what what's the term? Could have just shut the fuck up. Sit down and eat your food. Exactly. This could have been this could have been held in private. She put it on Front Street. So it is what it is. Rob, how do you feel about this? <laughs> uh it was entertaining. Uh, it was entertainment. It's just too much emotion with these two. And I said, sooner or later, this is going to come to here. Somebody's going to get voted out, whether it's going to be Tory or whether it's Jordan. So I'm interested to see how far this thing will go. But um, yes, T Tory and Jordan, they need to sit down and talk. They probably have since then cleared the air and hopefully they are on uh, the right track now. Bullshit. I think they fuck sense. Probably. What? I think Jordan and Tori had sex oh. in between yeah, right got now to. and the last of the season. <laughs> I, hey, I agree with you because that's the best makeup ever in life. And, <laughs> and he probably didn't use a rubber. Oh, he probably Jesus didn't. Christ. I wouldn't use no rubber neither. <laughs> that's his makeup. <laughs> What are you talking about? You have to Rob practice. trying to have random babies. Right? No, I you ain't got to no practice safe sex. <laughs> what are you teaching these kids at your school? <laughs> Don't bring kids. That's totally Don't different. bring the kids into this. It's <laughs> <laughs> <is> totally different. <laughs> Don't bring the kids into this. <laughs> oh, uh, my God. Oh, God isn't even in fucking California this time of year. It's all rainy and shit. Moving on, we're just going to jump right into the elimination. As soon as we go in, we see a small circle with a, with a uh, you know, a, a goal in the middle. And as soon as I seen it, I got so fucking juice. I'm like, balls in. And the reason why I got juice is because I'm like, if this is going to be Jordan versus Horacio, and I'm like, yo, Horacio. Epic. I was like, Horacio, this is when Horacio could win. Not to mention, it's balls in. This is a headbanger. This is the kind of elimination that can make you a legend. You don't believe me? Ask Abram, ask Brad, ask Derek K. 
Balls in is a grown Cara. This is a grown up Laurel. This is a grown up elimination. This is the real fucking deal. And I will put this. Granted, Hallboro might be a little better to watch, but this and Poe Russell are fucking grueling. This is better than Hall Brawl. Mm. In my opinion, because it's more strategic, honestly, in my opinion, because you have to. Because look at how Horacio juked and broke his motherfucking ankles. We're not there yet. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I can't help it. Almost there. All this right. Hot. <laughs> so it's going to be a Hall Brawl. And let me tell you something. Okay, Jordan is <laughs> very fucking obviously going to be the main vote because why the fuck not? But the way these votes went down was not how I thought it was going to be. I knew Tory was I knew Tory was going to puss out and not vote and not say Jordan's name when it's all said and done. Come on, it wasn't going to happen because I think even going to do it even though they're not vibing, even though they're not communicating, she wasn't going to do that, and she shouldn't she have. She too shouldn't have mm-hmm. too much history. It would have destroyed her entire character, like period. If she, done I don't it. think it would. I don't think it would have destroyed it. But, exactly. You know. So Jordan is going in, and really, it has to be Horacio because Devin isn't beating either one of them in this. And I was like, it can't be Devin. It has to be Horacio. Jordan. It has to be Horacio Jordan. And I am rewarded. With Devin picking the safe dagger, we got Horacio versus Jordan. Exactly what I wanted. Balls in. And this elimination did not disappoint. Horacio beats Jordan. Shakes and bakes. Jukes him. Um, and, and he won because he was able to get a dead ball. So Jordan out goes up. strategizes. Oh, well, I, I would say out strategize. I would say outplayed. His skill set of being able to move and juke, I think, really put him over. But something came into mind. And we all know I'm not a Jordan fan, even though I do find him vastly more likable these days. And I I keep feeling like I want to turn to the I like Jordan stage, but I just can't. It's too much fun hating him. Um, After the round one, uh, Jordan scores one and Horacio shakes him viciously and ties it up. Soccer moves. Those yes. are not, those are straight up without the ball having to be in play, straight mm-hmm. up soccer moves. 100%. Yep. But Jordan makes a comment after this first score. He starts talking about his legacy. And he's like, I want my legacy to be that, like, you know, I was never scared. I came in to compete. And every time I step my foot on the field, I want everybody to look down and say, like, this guy is going to give us a show. And once again, do not like Jordan. Never have. I'm a little bit lighter on him nowadays. And I'm going to be the first to say it. Somebody who fucking despises this guy. You don't have to worry about your legacy, man. We know. We know when you're in elimination, we know you're going to give your all. In some ways, Jordan encapsulates some of the best parts of the challenge. He doesn't complain. He's always down to go in. He loses graciously. Always gets graciously, too. Yeah. gets Sometimes. Sometimes they've been better than others, but mm-hmm. he gives his props, you know, takes it on the chin. And no matter how you feel about the guy, you gotta love to watch him, man. You gotta love to watch him compete. It's, it's some of the best parts of the challenge, especially these days where not everybody is a household name. Not everybody is a star. A lot of these people are coming in for the season 
they compete for a little bit, do kind of okay, and then the, the fuck up out of here. Even guys like Kyle's like, I've had enough. I'm going to go live my fucking life and not keep doing this. You got to love what he brings to the game. He elevates it all. I would, I mean, the closest competitor that I would put to him when it comes to how he competes is Landon. And that's my stance on Jordan's legacy. Before we get into talking about how this elimination gets down, what's your guys' take on Jordan's legacy up until this point of his challenge career? It's undeniable. It's mm. just, it, it's going to go down in history. It's, he's going to be one of the people that everybody remembers. Everybody knows from his big play moves to um, him lose when he loses and when he wins. I'll be honest, I don't remember a time where Jordan was a sore winner or a nasty winner. I always saw him, you know, give props to everybody, whether he won or he lost. Um, he is the atypical competitor. I don't like his misogyny. I don't like his racist ways, his microaggressions. You see it all the time. And maybe not so much these seasons, because again, he's very structured. And you can tell he's very much into his PR right now. So he's watching himself. Um, As racist should. Should always be on your guard. Always got to watch your shit. Bunham and Murray MTV might give you a million fucking dollars, but we see y'all shit. I mean, I mean, I mean, you have people like Camilla, who was terrible. And I think is always kind of a terrible person. I think the only thing Camilla had going for her is that she was fucking gorgeous. But anyway, um, yeah, I think overall Jordan is going to be one of those people that nobody is going to ever be forget for both his amazing um, attributes to his most vile ones. He's just one of those people. So I don't think he's ever going to have to worry about being remembered because he will be. Got you. Like Bill Cosby. Hey, man, you were great on TV, but you're kind of a dick. He gave lots of opportunities and a different side of things, <laughs> but, you know, then he did all the horrible shit, too. Yo, Good big God. Rob, what's your oh, take? I liked him, too. Honestly, um, Jordan, I don't think it's going to tarnish his legacy. I think it's going to, um, nobody's going to forget him. Uh, I think he is a competitor. Uh, if he wins a few more, I think, hands down, he'll probably go on the Mount Rushmore. But right now, uh, he's not on my ro- Mount Rushmore, <laughs> but he is Jordan's not on your Mount Rushmore? No, he never was on my Mount Rushmore. I'm surprising because I, I know you do like him. Um, he's not on my Mount Rushmore either, but if somebody told me that he was... I wouldn't like I get I it. wouldn't I mean I wouldn't argue it because I mean he's a competitor. I mean yeah. his he, negative all, attributes knock him he, right off. He's got all heart. I mean, when you look at a competitor overall, you got one hand and don't nobody really look at the one hand anymore. You know, he's like <laughs> what <well>, you see <laughs> You gotta give him that he's man. A competitor, you know? He has a handicap and right. people will overestimate him for it. And I think that's exactly how he wants it. Right. In, in the challenge with the helicopter, I was like, why is he holding it like that? It took us talking about it for me to be like, oh shit, he can't hold one, it with right, his other he's hand. Got right. one hand. That and makes I, and sense. I, and I see where that comes from because I had to, my first race, I had to use one hand. And I was like, damn, I got nothing but props for Jordan for overcoming a lot of obstacles to get where he is today because that is not easy. So 
uh, more props to him on that. But um, he wins a few more hands down. He is going to even move his uh, status up more upward. 100%. And he goes, he goes, the crazy thing is, I think that if he sticks with it, think about it. He's only in his, what, seventh, eighth season? Seventh, yeah. I think he said. Seventh. Yeah. Seventh. The challenge comes on more now than it did back in the days. We get, you know, at least two seasons every right. calendar year. Right. And he's doing All-Stars, too. Yes. So. And I think they should count All-Stars for the championships. Too. But me too. at the same time, Jordan has the ability to get more than bananas. And so does CT. Even though CT is a lot more over the, if he keeps playing like he's playing, what can you say? Um, but yeah, gotta give that man his props for everything he did. Back to the elimination. I mean, even though it was it, it was great because you could just sit there and fucking just watch this thing play out. And really, what it is, Horacio <laughs> juke the fuck out of Jordan, and Jordan can't do it. He grabbed onto him in round three. He kicked him loose. He just got outplayed. Um, and here goes the funny thing is, as great as Jordan is, especially in eliminations, we have seen him on more than one occasion get dominated. He was dominated by Bananas. He was dominated by Fessel. And he was dominated by Horacio. Do we count the yes, Fessel situation, we though? It. We count it. Because I was the one that was like, if he, was he so might injured, be able to win this shit. <laughs> if he was so injured, he could have bowed out. He said, I'm too hurt and I can't continue. Wait, but which but one? Are we talking about the pole wrestle one that he, he lost? Yeah, he had a shoulder injury. Yeah, but... I don't he that. Gonna, but I don't think he was going to win that regardless. That wasn't, no, that was, I think he would have lost anyway. That for that. He, That's right, like the one elimination anyway. he does not want. A pole wrestle? I wouldn't want to go... I no. He, he would be very susceptible. In po- and here goes the funny thing is, we think he would be susceptible in pole wrestle. I'm still not going to fucking... It depends on who he's going against. If he's going against a Fessu, a CT, a Doral, sure, I'm not giving it to him. Wait the way he performs, I'm not... You can't, it's hard to count him out. You know what? I said that during that thing. I was like, if anybody could win a pole wrestle... With one hand, it's Jordan. And everybody's like, oh, that's not even true. You said it. Go back and rewatch the tape. You told me no way. Exactly. But realistically, the chip on his shoulder, shit. The chip on his shoulder is worth four fucking fingers for him. Now, that's true. That's true. Because you find a way. I mean, because you look at a guy, he can be 10 times. Fucking tug of war. He beat Zach with a fucking sledgehammer with one hand. I'm not. Listen. I'm... I used to gamble. I used to gamble in sports. Uh, gambling in sports was a big part of my fucking annual income. And sometimes my feelings on it has fucked me up. I didn't like John Jones. I seen him in a fight. He was hitting somebody with elbows and lost. I was like, yeah, fuck this guy. And I bet against him every single time. John Jones has not lost since. And he has never lost a match except for that one where he was disqualified for 12 to 6 elbows. John Jones has cost me a lot of fucking money. Like, <laughs> I'm talking about like... Why the, would you stop? I'm talking like, like bookies. <laughs> like, <laughs> he cost wow. me a lot of fucking money. He's one of the reasons why I stopped gambling. Like, why would you not start voting for him after his, like... Because I wasn't betting with this. I was betting with this. Oh. You always lose betting with this. Right. Because this is not worth jack shit. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. Vegas. 
We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Paulie, and you're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Cara Maria. This is a shout-out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. We are totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's Most Dangerous Podcast. <laughs> Were you making oh, bets? I agree with that, the but, house always wins at the end of the day. Big facts. Yeah. But this elimination, wrap it up for us in a bow. What's your final take on how Horacio fucking dominated Jordan? It was epic. I was I calling. I was I was heated. I was like, whew. Super what exciting. The fuck. Super like, exciting. The fact that he knocked the, the ball out and got a dead ball on him. Like, like he showed why he was you know, this T- amazing soccer TJ player. TJ was late on that because they were still fighting after the dead ball. And I'm just like, oh shit, are they going to keep it going? Like, it has to be a dead ball. I thought ball. he could still get it. That's like, what I thought for a second. So, almost fucked me up for a little bit. But as much as I'd love to see Jordan compete, and I think he brings a great deal to the challenge, God, I fucking love watching him lose. Any day of the week and twice on Wednesdays. <laughs> yeah, uh, I wasn't surprised um, because I was I was thinking hey. my whole time was the soccer thing. I said soccer players they got some moves, and I don't think he was expecting the moves that uh, he was doing. He should have changed his game up, and he didn't really change it up. And that's Arasia why he was lost. A, but great was point, a power forward. Great yeah. point. Like, he lost because he didn't adapt something he is known to do and is good at. I was really excited because as soon as I saw balls, I was like, holy shit, Horacio could win this one. And I hope he does. And he did. And it's funny because I'm watching the episode and I'm just like, holy shit, this is his fifth time going in during his rookie season. I'm like, holy shit, he's right up there with Queen Sarah Grayson, Wes, and um, uh, Casey. I was like, I was like, oh yeah, that's fucking dope. And I'm talking to my man who's watching it with me. I'm just like, yeah, man, there's five eliminations. You know, that person with this, this, uh, and then all of a sudden fucking TJ says the same thing. And then I go on Twitter for a second. Everybody else is saying the same thing. Like, shit. You know, I'm the challenge guy. I'm thinking, I'm like, oh yeah, look what I realized. And everybody realized it too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We're not as clued in as we usually are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nor as fast. No, no, no. I mean, like, it was amazing to see. And honestly, I, I just, I was felt like I was watching a soccer game versus a football game. Uh, <laughs> like, cause Jordan was going straight football tackle and Horacio was playing soccer and, you know, running him around in circles. So I was, I was fully enjoying it. Um, I, I love seeing people prove themselves when everybody counts them out. Because I really think that everybody said this is going to be an amazing matchup, but Jordan's winning. Like, here. no, I, I I had Horacio pick. As soon as I saw balls in, I was just like, I, was I meant the other players. Oh, yeah, it is what it is. But excellent, excellent elimination. That's um, face, excellent wow. daily. And and so I'm watching it, and I'm just like, man, it's such a uh, such a great fucking episode. But that's not where everything stops. I'm trying to see what's in Robert's glasses right now. What are you looking at? 
porn. He's watching porn. Are you watching so porn? Silly. He is no, watching I look, porn. I was looking at my money. That's what I was looking at. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. So Jordan loses very graciously, gives him props, holds him up high. And these are one of the times where Jordan has a great quality where he brings to the challenge, gives him all of his props. And I loved, fucking loved seeing that. Jordan um, was like a proud papa. Like, here, like here, here goes the thing. Everybody knows I hate Jordan. Always did. And when he loses, he loses graciously. He gives, he gives him his props. He looks at Festo and goes, good shot. Like, respect it. And he looks at Tori and goes, I'm sorry, Tori. Motherfucker. Again, I, I how much, but how much of that is PR move? Here goes the funny thing is, and I'm with you. A lot of this whole Jordan change, I'm a change man and I'm more, you know, supportive and nicer. I think 90% of that is bullshit. I didn't get that feeling when he was leaving. I didn't get that. I, Neither I, did I. I felt like it was fucking legit and touching. And he was pretty emotional this episode. I felt like. We got a I little felt bit emotions like the whole like we got like when Fessy booted him. He's like, for anybody who has a disability, don't stop. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> I was. I didn't buy that. How do you really feel about it? I didn't buy that shit for a what? second. But this I did. Maybe I'm getting soft. Well, I think legitimately he still cares deeply for Tori. If and you I know, think, no, once Fessy piped her down on a boat, he stopped caring. That doesn't mean that you stop having feelings. You like, stop. Listen, once you, a six foot three you, Arab pipes down your fiance, you don't care I, as much. Oh, you. I'm, I'm talking about Jordan. Um, I think, honestly, he still, I think he still has strong feelings, even of just friendship, even if they're just friendship with Tori. And he does feel bad for how he's treated her. And I feel I like he because he feels like he did. Like, I'm not saying he did. I personally don't think he did. But mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, two things like we've said before, two things can be true. But um, I think legitimately he did feel bad for voting in Fessy after he said he wouldn't. I think so, too. So he, like, he's always played this game pretty straight up and really hasn't been a guy to go back on his word. I do think he feels kind of like an asshole for that and kind of making a big thing about the vote. Um, But also he's a reality TV star. He knows he has to play stuff like that up because you're going to need camera time. No matter how good you perform, you're going to need the cameras on you. If you're going to keep getting a call back. Facts. And plus, uh, I I believe he shouldn't really worry about it because I mean, I have fun. So, he knew it was coming. He knew the vote was going to come his way. It wasn't unfair. Right. It wasn't unfair him no. getting voted in. And he wasn't upset right. about it. Like, he didn't no. think it would, like, even if he had gotten voted in as the straight vote, I don't think he would have been angry about it. True. Right. True. So, Jordan's gone. And, um. There's still, like, 40 minutes left in the episode. Right. We get an interesting scene where Bananas talks to Tori, which is like, hey, I think Jordan going home was really good for your mental health and your game. Can I say? Yes. Bananas in glasses. Hot. There. Moving on. M- moving on. Actually, I am in agreement. He's getting up there in age. I don't think it's about. I think Bananas is aging oh, very well. 
I'm like, holy shit. I mean, we shit. the same age. I mean, we the same age. We <laughs> Listen, yeah, but he's never worn glasses before. And you he put glasses true. on them and you're like, holy shit. That's You're kind of looking kind of like a hot professor over here, okay? I, I don't think it was a bad it. look. But wrap this up in just a couple sentences. What was your take on the interaction between Bananas and Tori? We haven't seen really them two interact on such a personal level. I thought it was really cool to see. And Let once again, see. I thought it was really great to see Bananas in that more elder statesman kind of role. It doesn't look like he was pushing a certain agenda. It did seem like he wanted Tori on his side a little bit. So I think he, I think his intention was, you know, l- you know, let's make sure me and Tori is straight. Cause I know him and Jordan have a pretty decent relationship, even though they have a past too. But I think right. that he knows he's going to need her as an ally. And with her will come Devin also. But also, even though I think that was his intention, I do think it was mostly just good and checking on her. How did you guys feel about that interaction? Uh, I felt great about it, man. I thought it was just uh, him go- coming to him, checking, make sure she cool and uh, kind of reassuring her that uh, with him out the game that you can focus more and uh, 100%. Make he wasn't account. lying. So, yeah. So I feel like Tori's been crying for like yeah. a, a three or four weeks and on a yeah. nonstop basis. And I mean, the way she cried, yeah. well, the way she cried at the elimination, yeah. the way she cried during the interrogation, yeah. you could almost see, and you saw it a couple times where Bananas was just yeah. staring her down. And you could yeah. feel like he's like, I feel bad for her. And yeah. honestly, you get to a point, no matter what happens, where you kind of feel pity. Where you're like, God damn, Not really. you need What's a your, fucking hug. Like, you gotta, come here you and gotta, give me a hug. because you no, really- it's, a, it's a breakup. It's a breakup. Yeah. And, and yeah. these things aren't always cut and dry. Right. A lot of even after a breakup, a lot of those emotions are going to carry over for a yeah. while. Right, and well, you know, like I wanted to reach through the screen. I don't like Tori. Period. You wanted but to give I wanted her a hug, reach, right? I wanted to give her a fucking hug. I wanted I was to like, give her a hug too. You need, a, I mean, you need a moment to cry on someone's shoulder, like right now. Yeah. Step away. This no, is I feel you. I don't think you're wrong. And I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I would like to feel that mental uh, stress that they go through because I've been through a lot of stress in my life, and I especially doing my master's degree program i would love to see and compare those two if if they are similar to what i felt during that time because i didn't get no sleep during my master's degree program trust me i didn't get to go to bed till like 7 a.m the next morning every dang on day before the summer so i kind of want to see if that mentally stress is the same I would love to experience that. And plus, it added on more stress on them, especially going through that emotional breakup and reliving some things that they probably didn't want to go through. And in the, in the fact that you're in another country, right. the whole situation is stressful. You have to yeah. compete. You have to politic. Mm-hmm. And you have to perform. And yeah. even if you do all that stuff, some a bunch of people might decide it's your time to go in and still throw you in. Oh. I right. get it. It's stressful. And I, I think mean, we all have empathy. It's, it's emotional stress. It's physical stress. It's, it's mental health stress. Everything kind of combined together because these games are physical. These games are mental. And then her emotions are involved in it because of this whole breakup, which is 10 times worse. Because it's not just even a bad breakup. It's a bad like They were going to get married. That's something he said. I was going to spend the rest of my life with you. Like, 
I was like, damn, bro, you got to say it like that. <sighs> Yo, you know what? Going back to the interrogation, after he said that, the room got silent, and that yeah. silence was fucking deafening. Yeah, because like, it's, it's sometimes silence is the loudest thing ever. Yeah, because it's a, it was an emotional time. I mean, it was a very emotional moment for that moment right there because it's like, wow, you really bring this in front of everybody. You're not realizing the impact that it's happening on her, and she shouldn't really. She shouldn't she have not have. done that. But she brought it up on herself. All you got to do is just shut the fuck up and let everything roll. But you want to open your mouth. And that's what happens. The emotions, more emotions come to the surface and then it's going to show through. And yeah, everybody else has something to say and step back. Just like certain subjects that come up, I'm not going to touch because I know what that person is going through because I'm going through something similar to what they're going through. So I step back and I keep my mouth shut. 100%. Now, last part, and I'm not going to lie, I had a lot of different feelings about this. TJ comes to the house, says, hey, I told y'all I could show up anytime, anywhere, pack your stuff up, meet me in the zone. Everybody meets him to the zone. He's like, all right, everybody repartner back up with your partners. And of course, uh, Casey, Fessel, and Anissa don't have partners. He tells them to come down. He says, I told y'all, y'all couldn't continue this game if you don't have a partners unfortunately and then he brings all the partners out and they're reunited and they get to fight for their chance to stay before we get into that i like this twist it was a very good twist i liked how he faked everybody out mm-hmm. my criticism is they should have faked us out too they shouldn't have told us that they was pocketing all of the um all of the partners this would have been way more effective and we would have felt the way more if we were surprised too because they played it amazingly we and we're watching and all of the challengers are thinking they're going home and even anisa looks back to say hey guys it's, it's been a great game and i could only think that it would have been more effective if we knew that too it would have been great face the oh, entire he was time sick Especially, sick. especially when TJ said, some of y'all turned on your partner. He was sick. Mm-hmm. I, I know his stomach isn't going to be right for three days. He was fucking tight. And it was great how they pulled it off. They should have pulled it off on us, too. I, I agree. It would have been such a huge, huge emotional impact. We would have lived it with them. Exactly. Like, I, I thought it was a missed opportunity. I, I, but that's my only criticism. I thought everything else was uh, greatly played out. I do think they're looking kind of heavy. We're at episode 14. I think, what is it, 18 episodes left? I think we have one more daily, one more elimination, and we're going into the final. We're still looking heavy. I, I'm not sure if they should have brought two teams back, but it's fine. Anyway, TJ tells them that uh, they get to fight for their chance, and we get a second daily. This daily is called Don't Let Me Down. And once again, like I said before, simplicity makes the best eliminations. I mean, mm-hmm. technically, isn't this a purge? Yeah, pretty much. No, because only one team is going home. No, two teams are going home. Yep. Two. Oh, yeah. Only two teams one's going, going back into the house. Maybe it technically is a purge, but I think a purge is a one time thing. This is two completely different eliminations. I think this is still in elimination territory. And it should probably be counted as elimination. 
Yeah. But I don't know. I was gonna say it, we're, I, we're in a gray area when it comes to this. I think that's a solid question. This is this is new. This is this has never happened before. Not so. to this extent. And sometimes, hey, they get it right when they switch it up. It's a lima purge. <laughs> I like that. I like that lima purge. Lima purge. I like that. You got to coin that. So Ooh, this one is called "Don't Let Me Down." It's going to be Festival Mariah, Jordan and Anissa, Kenny and Casey. Just playing with ping pong balls, right? Anyway, my bad. There's a, a small ramp with a small red line. The challenger got to push up a heavy cylinder up the ramp, hold it for a minute. Whoever gets it for a minute first wins. Unfortunately, we knew Casey and Kenny didn't have a chance, um, and we kind of knew that this was Fessels and Mariah's to win. Off the top of your head, was this done on purpose to get Fessel and Mariah to make sure they come back? Well, let's be honest. Is there a lot of eliminations Fessy and Mariah can't win? No, especially against this, especially against this crew here. This I mean, was, um, this, it was Fessy and Mariah's to lose. The fact is, is Anissa is Jordan's ankle weight and Kenny is Casey's. I actually thought I, Anissa would have been, I thought that this probably would have been one that was good for Anissa. It, it she could hold that shit up for a minute. But, it's, but listen, listen. Yeah, everybody was so. everybody was putting on a uh even playing field. Uh everybody had opportunity to push that thing up. Um, so everybody was slipping and falling. Uh Fessel and Mariah figured out how to uh maintain the balance on that thing. Uh, because that's not easy. Um I've I've experienced no. that. They had real. the least amount of sand. That's yeah, kind yeah. of the thing. Because they yeah. got it on the first rollout. And they the never really is, went back down into right. the sand. And that's, right. and that's where they got lucky because they had the strength to push yeah. that up on the first try. Yeah. Um, and that's where they kind of... So, after Fessel Mariah gets the win on this one, which I thought was real easy to see, that's what I noticed about Mariah's mouth. Mariah has a huge mouth. She huge. got them thighs, but though. also, beautiful mm. smile. Beautiful smile yeah. she has. Um... Yes. I think, I think if Mariah can learn how to like really be a reality star. I think she'll be great at this. She looks good. She made some good connections. She got to do some better interviews. And I hate to say it, but to be an effective reality star, you got to find some drama. But she needs more personality. She's that's too dry because she doesn't know what she's doing. If any one of us goes on the challenge, we'll probably we'll probably be dry too. Probably not me. I'm entertainment, baby. Olivia is two different what? sides, like worlds apart. How Olivia knows how to work reality TV to how Mariah can do worlds apart. But Olivia knows Oops. what she's doing. She has Sorry. experience. That's who grabbed Mariah because he's seen her squat 405 at the gym, which is like, you're probably going to kill shit. Do you see her thighs though? That girl was. Yeah, I'm a guy. Hello, of course, of course I mama. I see, I see that all the time, man. But I trust you. I try not to comment on women's looks too much. So it's hot, it dude. I see it all the time. So I mean, we all noticed the thighs. We knew. We knew. Yeah. Well, that's going to wrap up today's episode. Big thighs save lives. Next week is going to be another elimination between Anissa. And Jordan and uh, Kenny and uh, Casey. Uh, let's go ahead and just get your takes. Let's go ahead and rate today's episode one to five stars. Rob, I want to hear from you first. 
He said, Rob, I want to say. It's because I, I always take over. Go she ahead. usually goes say, first, so. I would say about a four and a half. Four I enjoyed it. Yeah, four and a half. Um, it was definitely good. Um, I think I'm a little over the whole Tory and Jordan we all are. drama. <laughs> so that's why I kind of voted a four and a half. Okay, and Becky. I think I'm going to be, it's going to be weird. Uh, prepare to be surprised. I'm actually going to give it a five. I really, really I liked this episode, mostly because of the interrogation with Devin. You're either going to do the pro soccer player or the triathlete with a bad attitude. Perfect line ever. Um, but honestly, that was such an amazing interrogation. Um, and even just watching Horacio just kill that, uh, whole, like kill the daily, kill his fucking eliminations. Watching everybody's reaction when they got repartnered. Watching Fessy go completely white, thinking that he's going home. Seeing Anissa be super salty to be super happy. Like she was salty as fuck when she got down there. She's like, oh, this is fucking stupid. And then Jordan comes back out. She's like, oh my God, I'm so excited. But like, it, it was overall, it gave me a series of emotions. Frustration with having to watch Tori and Jordan fight all over again about the same shit, mm, right. different day. Or as my friends say, same shit, different flush. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then seeing everything else, it's just, it's just, ugh. It, was, it was a combination of emotions. And you know me, I never give an episode a five. So I think this is a perfect episode. After carefully calculating uh, both the ratings that you guys gave, Becky, you're 100% right. This is a five-star episode. This episode was perfect. First off, it was long as shit. It was long as shit is good. A block kept to a fucking minimum. We got two eliminations, both of them being very good. We got crazy drama with the whole Jordan and Tori thing and a roller coaster of emotions. It, it was. It really was. We got a solid. I mean, think about it. The weak point was the daily and the daily was fucking solid as shit. Right. No fluff. Every conversation in this house pushed the story forward. This was a amazing episode from beginning to end. And this, I mean, this franchise overall, we have had very few five-star episodes. You know, back in the day, they were all over the place. Five-star episodes. Good drama. Good fighting, good conversation. Uh, and think about it. We didn't even get a, a here goes a funny thing. We didn't get a useless club night that didn't push the, the story forward. What did we get? We got another elimination. Everything was done to almost fucking perfection. Even the cinematography for the balls in and the daily was good. They were on all points. If every every episode was like this, you they wouldn't have to worry about their fucking ratings dropping into the fucking toilet. Right. I love the challenge. And even though they don't have Cara, I think Cara and Polly would do amazing for their fucking ratings. Swallow it up, get it back in. Right. I'm going to watch the challenge regardless. No matter who wins, no matter how mad I am at Butterman and Murray or MTV. Right. But they got to do something. You got to mix it up. You probably got to throw a little bit of money at the problem. You probably got to start inviting some people back that you never thought you would. It is what it is. Five star episode. Amazing fucking job. And with that, I'm going to close out the episode. Guys, great fucking episode. Hey, by the way. Great episode. Uh, is there anything you guys want to throw in or add before we go ahead and get the fuck up out of here? 
No, man. Thank you, you to our fans. Yes, thank yes, you for thank our fans. You. you guys are amazing. Thank we you. love hearing from y'all. Uh, like I said, it always blows my mind how week after week we get the, um, you know, we get the people who stick with us and for the amount of time. It's crazy to think that, like, when we put something on YouTube, like, it shows, like, people, like, 85% of the episode is listened to. And I'm super impressed because you guys give us the most valuable thing that you can. And that's your time. And we appreciate that. They like looking at you, Malik. You're so handsome. You. <laughs> you guys are beautiful, too. All right. With that said, thank you guys all for watching. Thank you all for listening. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at LWC Podcast. Follow us on Facebook and TikTok at Love War Challenges. Uh, copy your official Love War Challenges gear at shop.lwcpodcast.com. Uh, you get all the customizable challenge gear and accessories at shopthechallenge.com. And make sure you listen to Love War Challenges podcast on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast app. Once again, I am MTV Malik. He is Robert Stewart Jr. She is the best of us. Becky at GIF, Master Bex. This is Love War Challenges. Good night. Oh, 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 oh,